Every year, dozens of characters are horrifically injured by crickets after telling terrible puns. With a single five-star review on iTunes, you can help them get the prosthetics they need and reduce their fear of cricket attacks. Let's not lose any more limbs. So lend a hand, a jelly hand. Oh, oh, no! No, they're back! We're the first time I've even All of my limbs! Welcome, foolish mortals, to Awful Neutral. Hello and welcome to the Awful Neutral Podcast. I am your Dungeon Master, Damian Mercado. With me, as always, is Clint Beiser as... Artificarian. Caleb Cleveland as... Don Skim. Jesse Egan as... <laughs> God, I missed Gong's voice. Oh, it's good to hear. I miss you too, Gong. Miss you, Chud. I miss all y'all. I like how Chud started out as Sam Elliott, but it's kind of become his own Sam <laughs> Elliott-inspired <laughs> thing. It's... My mustache has grown so large, it's changed my voice. A.G. as... Malice and Kill. Dave Callens as... Uh, I'm going to be playing Kevin this week. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Lee Steiner as Gertrude. Listeners don't know she Sarah Lee chain smokes through the whole recording just yeah. to get into character. I've stopped bathing since we've started this podcast. <laughs> Dave can Dave can tell you about that. <laughs> Going on a year. Mm-hmm. She's actually it's a way of life. Forming her own real jelly hand. It's gross. Yes. <laughs> it's everything I've eaten all week. Just caked preserves. <laughs> 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 Roll a constitution check, everybody at the table. Great snack. Oh, gosh, she's Fail. licking her jelly hand. I fail. If you're a character actor, you have to throw up. <laughs> Last time on Awful Neutral, Gertrude's dude stood watch as Lord Regent Bertrand Sandville delivered his speech to the assembly. The party's vigilance and knowledge of Arcana told them an unseen force was blocking the doors. In the chaos that ensued, Captain Friedrich's eyes began to glow blue as he approached the Lord Regent with murderous intent. Our brave adventurers threw themselves at the legendary hero. Gonk suffered serious injuries, and Kevin summoned a hentai spell in vain to stop the massive half-orc. Fortunately, quick thinking saved the day as Tifi used the hole thrower to remove the possessed captain from the battle. However, the victory was short-lived as the eyes of other diplomats in the room began to glow blue. The party protected the Lord Regent as members of the assembly threw themselves at Bertrand. When things looked their darkest, the party was saved by Malison, Gremel Stonebreaker, and the crew of USS Gertrude's dudes who blasted a hole in the ceiling, giving the party a way to escape. As our adventurers sped towards their ship, they began to feel a powerful force pull at their minds. While most of the party was able to resist, Lothario's eyes began to glow blue. Despite a valiant effort by Chud and Tifi, a possessed Lothario shot the Lord Regent through the throat moments before they boarded the escape vessel. Grummel Stonebreaker attempted to heal the diplomat, but was interrupted by cannon fire tearing into the airship. The USS Gertrude's dudes was under fire and hopelessly outgunned by Malison's former ship, the Minute, captained by French Gallagher. Grummel flew the vessel over the edge of the floating city in an attempt to avoid cannon fire. The daring maneuver flung Bertrand's body overboard. Fortunately, a clear-headed Captain Friedrich, who was clinging to a rope hanging from the vessel, was able to heroically save the Lord Regent's body. Unable to outrun or outshoot their foe, we join our adventurers in their darkest hour. With French Gallagher and the Minute in hot pursuit, Gremel Stonebreaker cranes the USS Gertrude's dudes off the edge of the floating city. He is speeding downward. It is difficult for all of you to hold on. All of you roll me a dexterity check. Anybody who got below a 10 is thrown to the back of the ship and takes three bludgeoning damage. Ouch. I'm fine. I'm fine. Gremel Stonebreaker pilots the ship. Cannon fire has done a lot of damage to the USS Gertrude's dudes. This does not look very good for us. <laughs> Astute observation. Gremel Stonebreaker pulls up as hard as he can and is able to level up the ship about 500 feet above land. Uh, the ship is going about 75% of its normal top speed, and he's pushing it as hard as he can. If you have any tricks up your sleeves, this would be a grand time to use it. He is cut off mid-sentence as Captain Friedrich, with incredible upper body strength, pulls himself up onto the deck. 
Your former foe, you do not notice the his eyes are glowing blue. Uh, he has Bertrand Sandville thrown over his shoulder, his body lying limp. Somebody help me with this old dude. <laughs> help him quick. He's dead. We don't have much time. That minute ship is catching up fast. Buddy, buddy, are you okay, buddy? Uh, he just looks at Gertrude and says, let's not do this right now. <laughs> Quick, is he breathing? I need to know if I need to cast Cure Wounds or Revivify. Only one-tenth of one percent of my lungs are functioning right now. Tiffy, <laughs> he's... I did what? He's got a, an arrow through his windpipe, but... I think you better cast Stasis. He's dead as fuck. I can save him, though. <laughs> I can bring him somewhere. Are, do you have Stasis, Tiffy? I have Revivify. Tiffy has Revivify. He can bring him back up to one hit point even if he's dead, dead. As long as it's been within one minute, which... Even if he's got an arrow um, in his neck, you would know he's only mostly dead. <laughs> <laughs> Since the arrow went through his throat, I'd say you're probably pushing a minute. Okay, yeah. Well, then I'm doing it. Okay. I don't have to roll anything. I don't know why I rolled. I just <laughs> to roll. You wasted time, TV. Actually, uh, you touch a creature that died within the last minute. That creature returns to life with one hit point. This and starts screaming, ah, my neck! Yeah, I mean, he's got a fucking arrow in his neck. You brought him back to life just to bleed out through the <laughs> neck hole. <laughs> Does anybody else have any cure, curative wounds or potions I, or anything? I could put my jelly finger in there. That's and gum up the dam. <laughs> Probably not. You know what? So sepsis. He's going to die of sepsis. Could, I could then step yeah. on his forehead and croquet the arrow out of his neck. He has, he, with the arrow through his throat, <laughs> at the time that has passed, which is over it. three rounds, but when Captain Friedrich caught him in midair, it shattered almost every bone in his old, frail old body. I broke, uh, I broke his so, floppy skeleton. So he's in a very bad shape. If he were alive right now, he would beg for what? death. He's a jelly person. Uh, Malison uh, just rolled a 23 for medicine. God oh my God. You, you are the only one who's looking at him and you can assess that, holy shit, these, there, there are many fractures all over this old man's body. He just went from plunging at 100 miles an hour to being stopped by a big orcish hand. Aren't we on the uh, metric system in this world? <laughs> he was out. falling at <laughs> ten stones per king's court. <laughs> Much better, thank you. Oh, well, I, maybe. I get that reference. Uh, thank you for putting it into perspective for me and how I understand. <laughs> so does son he, of a bitch. Does he succeed in revivifying? Yes, he can. He can actually can revivify. Uh, so you, you just know that this guy's fucked up and if you, he comes back to one hit point, he's going to be in a lot of pain. There's very little you could do without magic, or or you could set bones, but there are a lot of fractures and probably you can internally. Get the arrow but what about my heroin? <laughs> Everyone. All those balloons have popped, Gertrude. The only way to save the salt judge is to put him into stasis, and I can bring him to a friend. There are so many fractures, he won't survive a trip down to the surface. Best to take him now. That's what I've been saying. He's fucking dead. So look. I will jump down with him. TV, you want to come with me and then revivify him on the surface? Right. We won't be having much time. If you guys, we won't be able to stop. And cannon fire is coming overhead. You notice that that because so much time was taken deciding uh, about what to do, the minute has closed the distance. Uh, you you hear uh, French We're Gallagher's. totally outgunned. We're totally outrun. I think mm-hmm. we need to abandon ship. Last question. Do you have a stasis? Yeah, I have Spare the Dying, which... Uh, you touch a living creature that has zero hit points, the creature becomes stable. This spell has no effect on undead or constructs. Okay, I think that's your best bet, is to cast that and then let him jump out and take care of this guy. All right. All right, listen. Uh, just a little bit confused. Did I cast the thing that brought him no. back to life? Then that I revivified okay, him, and then he was brought up to one hit point, and then all of a sudden he was dead again. So oh. I, that's why I'm confused. Because they're okay. So, so uh, Bertrand, Bertrand comes back up to life. <laughs> Blood's coming out of his uh, coming out of his throat. <laughs> Kill me, please. <laughs> he attempts to reach up to Captain Friedrich, but his arm is shattered in three places. <laughs> please. Daddy. Uh, my God, please, please, somebody. At this point, either, either put him out of his misery, knock him unconscious, or kill him up more. Arrow through the throat like a pre-existing condition, or can we like just sort of like make it up as we go on? No matter careful, plan, it would be not be put in pre-existing conditions would be a term from the past. <laughs> I don't know that this would qualify as a pre-existing condition. It would not. <laughs> as Bertrand is in immense pain, bleeding there from his throat, cannon fire strafes above the USS Gertrude's dudes. Those are clearly warning shots. The minute pulls up alongside the USS Gertrude's dudes. You guys are taking too long and my dear buddy's gonna die. 
So Gertrude um, has a plus seven dexterity, rolled a 16, total of 23. So she's gonna take a run for it, grab Birdie and jump off with her arrow and shoot at something so she can like ricochet down oh, the 500 feet. I'm too distraught to fight. <laughs> okay. I'll save my third husband. Okay, uh, you guys are, fi- as I stated, 500 feet above the ground. Yes. <laughs> I will use his body as I'm, a landing I'm sorry. if needed. <laughs> so. I just got, I just got interrupted. I'm so sorry. Did he? Did you revivify him? Yes. Yes. Okay. He was back up to one. Okay. Hit. I don't let her do that. I. <laughs> Damn it, Jesse! Fuck, fuck that shit. I, I, okay. All right, you cast you cast stasis. Good. Fly low, and then I fucking leap off the ship, because I'm the toughest mm-hmm. one. So he's the only one that's going to survive this. You would not live through this. So. But love will let you live through anything. You don't even like it. Right. We'll say Gertrude. <laughs> yeah, you divorced him. Gertrude <laughs> att- says her thing, attempts to step forward and grab Bertrand, but her back, she's a little slow picking him up. Doing she's struggling. <laughs> yeah, she's struggling to pick him up and like throw him over her shoulder as she's doing this. I like the idea of these two fighting over Bertrand like he's Stretch Armstrong, just like pulling him like, no, I got him. Just With like, no I bone know. structure really holding him together, he kind of is Stretch Armstrong right now. No, I want to plummet to my death. <laughs> You just hear Bertrand writhing in pain. I'm sorry, little jelly bunny, but uh, it's a job for Frederick. And then I leap with his floppy body. Daddy! You, you hear uh, Bertrand attempt to scream as best as one can with the bolt through one's throat. Security. Uh, you guys look over the edge and you see Captain Friedrich falling with his back to the ground. He's holding Bertrand in a very protective pose. You just see him, he gets lost in the forest below. You just see him go through the trees. I'll turn into a table for a couple episodes and everybody loses their goddamn mind. Captain Friedrich and Bertrand Sandville are now gone from sight. Good luck, find the pirate. As French Gallagher and the Minute pull up, whatever we're doing, we have to deal with them fast because even if we could deal with this Minute, there's going to be reinforcements coming shortly. You hear French Gallagher's amplified voice, he says, Ah, Gertrude's dudes, it is good to see you again, Gertrude, especially. We know you have not talked in some time. I would like to thank you especially. I would not have been able to find the people who killed Bertrand Sandville as well as the people who attempted the assassination on many of those in the assembly without your help, Gertrude. Thank you. I'm not in a place right now for this. <laughs> Everybody lay down your arms, and I promise you a fair trial for your crimes. Now can we see him or only hear him? You can see him. He is pulled up next to the USS Gertrude's dudes. He is at the edge of the side of the ship. You can see him. He's about yelling down. He's yelling. He's uh, speaking into a uh, into some sort of amplification Gonk, you got device. Your I'm a, I'm a heavy <laughs> boss. You can see at least from your vantage point two massive warforged. Tiffy, you would recognize these as Titan model warforged. Unlike the ED209 warforged enforcers, <laughs> those are the ones you guys fought before. These ones look more like Tiffy, but if Tiffy was 11 feet tall and very burly, these are much more humanoid in shape. So not at all like Tiffy's, which is. <laughs> They're his basic model, just the NFL version uh, <laughs> model. That guy? <laughs> yes, it is essentially the road. In fact, uh, canonically, it has a helmet and shoulder pads on. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> How does this sell football? <laughs> I don't know, but it's from like the 80s. You see at least two of these things from your vantage point. Lay down your arms and I promise you a fair trial. What say you? Permission to shoot this melon smashing son of a bitch, Captain? Get me back my ship. As Gonk pulls Keep in mind, my initiative is three. So I'm basically like <laughs> waiting for everybody else. Oh, uh, drops the gun. <laughs> oh my goodness. Slow down. That was our pre-roll. Oh, yeah. Gonk, Gonk starts putting in the powder and packing the ball into his long pistol, just staring. Preparing the muskets. Is under the This giant, is what the Second Amendment he, meant. Has he turned traitor on us? Is he under No, he, you, he, you, well, you don't know, but you haven't heard his voice. Last you had heard, he was being uh, interrogated. Oh. You would have... Uh, so you would you would imagine he's probably not on the ship. As Gonk is painstakingly preparing his flintlock pistol to fire, you hear an explosion come from the top of the minute. In fact, from where you can see the cannon bays, fire comes out. Gamalzin and Gonk, you've been around enough ships to know that this is not a crippling explosion. This looks like an explosion in the powder room. What was that? The minute while keeping pace with the USS Gertrude it sinks down to the exact same level. And there you can see Lothario's mom and the Thieves Guild. Lothario's mom is personally fighting French Gallagher. Nice. Charge. <laughs> Lothario's mom shouts to you, Get out of here, you fools! Go! I'll buy you all the time you need! Malison, Fly, you fools! Malison says, Charge. Okay. Everybody roll for initiative. 
French Gallagher killed Birdie? As combat starts, the two warforged who are standing next, of the two warforged who are standing to the left and right of French Gallagher, one of them with mechanical robot strength jumps from his ship onto the USS Gertrude's dudes. So one of those Warforged Titans is on the USS Gertrude's dudes. Get that thing off of here! We can't escape with that thing here! Before we get started, I'm gonna explain the mechanics for everybody. The two ships are side by side. You can sacrifice your movement to transport ships. We're gonna say that the way the Gertrude's dudes mast is hanging, you can do one of those cool pirate rope swings. You can land anywhere you want within 15 feet of the edge of the minute but that will be your entire movement for the round. You still have your action and bonus action. Lothario is up first. Before we get started, let me just say it's in Salvador Viasca elected not to be here today. Caleb Cleveland is going to play him. And in order to stress to our cast the importance of attendance, uh, Caleb Cleveland, take it away. You're up first on initiative. Finally! <laughs> Lothario, you sound different. <laughs> Actually, I just took a, uh, a cough drop. This is what my voice really sounds like. <laughs> Hi, everybody. All right, well, first of all, I'd like to uh, take out my crossbow, uh, my magical plus one crossbow, and I'm going to shoot him. Shoot the Titan Warforge that's on our ship. Sounds like your charisma is just plummeting. How dare you? Uh, So I'm going to do, all right, so first off, I will do a, so what is it, a hide action? Yes. All right, so. (laughs) So you say all that shit and then you hide? Well, no, I just, I sort of like, I just uh, sort of like throw my cloak over myself and do a quick bunch of tumbling uh, to get a little bit closer, I guess. Lethario, you fool. 30 feet I am off. making a sacrifice to save you. So, Leave now. So put me. Uh, Lethario, his mom says. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's going to do a crazy series a of acrobatics. 120 feet into uh, his head. To put himself about 10 feet away from, like, uh, 10 feet away from Allison. So he rolls, tumbles, uh, and sort of like appears immediately with the uh, crossbow bolt drawn. He immediately uh, rolls, tumbles, and dodges until he's a good, oh, 10 feet away from the uh, Titan that has just lumbered onto the ship. Uh, Those are fantastic moves, Miho, but please leave. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Chud also says, that's some real good flipping and hiding. That's what I do best. <laughs> I love it when I'm not here. I like your new voice, too. It sounds real cool. Thank you. <laughs> and with that, he pulls his uh, crossbow and... Uh, Shoots uh, himself and le- in the foot. <laughs> no, and level and uh, takes careful aim, uh, waiting for the Titan to move to engage Mal before he lets fly. Next is Kevin. Okay, the immovable rod, will that stay in position relative to the Earth or relative to the ship? It will stay in position relative to the Earth. Well, what I would like to do is put the immovable rod, activate it in front of him so it stays and basically pushes him off the ship as we keep going. A brilliant attack. I love it. Keep in mind, this will be the end of your immovable rod. Well, my other idea I had is looking at the guys on the other ship, I, want, I would want to use Grasp of Hadar to pull him 10 feet closer so he falls off the side of the ship and just is gone. He has to successfully hit the creature with his um, Eldritch Blast. Upon a successful hit, he can cause the creature to move 10 feet closer to him. No save or anything. No save, no restrictions on size, like I could do this to a dragon? There is no uh, size restriction listed. Okay. And I have rolled a 19. You have rolled a 19. There's no save or anything? Plus six. Okay, uh, roll damage for that Eldritch Blast. Uh, Nine plus three, so 12. So that's hitting him with the axe, and then I'm gonna pull him over, right? Uh, so Kevin um, does like a little Hadouken, like summoning the axe. <laughs> Charges he's it. Like, yeah, charging it up. Unleashes it at the one of the Warforged on the ship across from them, uh, who's standing near the rail. Hits him, uh, scores a hit, 25, I think is what I rolled. That 12, absolutely hits. 12 damage, and then in his best uh, Scorpion voice says, get over here. <laughs> And pulls him off the side of the ship. Please. Which is not at all a scorpion voice, yeah. which is amazing. That was a good Kevin voice. Yeah. You could tell he really tried to do the impression. Well, fuck, I guess the rules got me. I guess you killed a creature with a... Let, oh, let me look at his legendary actions. He's allowed... He does have legendary actions. Let's see. No? All of, he does have legendary actions, but all of them are for offense. None of them are for to mitigate stuff. So 
Kevin summons his hatchet, he throws it, it lodges itself with green eldritch energy into the metal giant, this marvel of modern technology, and just pulls it 10 feet off the ship, and you see it tumble 500 feet below. I think if you listen real close, you can hear one of those Tex Avery whistles. That's the Wilhelm scream. That sounds like Goofy is falling. Now, was that my bonus action and action? That was my that bonus was action. That was just your bonus okay. action. Eldritch Blast is bonus action. Do you have to spec into that? Eldritch Blast is always a bonus action. Well, for my action then, I'm going to hold my breath for invisibility and move as close as I can to the guy on our ship. Okay, gotcha. All right, so Kevin moves 30 feet, is now invisible. Now that you are within striking distance, Lothario, you can go ahead and roll for your attack. All right, so I got... Right, so 23, I got uh, 27, and then I got uh, 12. Two of them hit. That did a lot of damage. <laughs> Holding my action was the way to go. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm super confident and competent. Sorry, everybody. 34 points of damage. Three of Lothario's arrows have punctured its tough outer shell. He shot at the joints. You see uh, steam and oil leaking from those parts. Surprise, motherfucker! You're a pen cushion! <laughs> I was not programmed for surprise. Shut up, Megatron! <laughs> I don't think Sal's gonna mind this. Discovered my true self! <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Moving right along. Malison, you are up with a steely gaze. Uh, how far away from me is it? Five-ish feet. Okay, I'd like to do my charm person with my charming bracers. Uh, Malison slams her arms together like she's summoning a, a zord. Uh, no, like Ross on friends. <laughs> okay. I believe I have to roll a wisdom save. The Warforged is now charmed. After charming him, you took the rope, went across to the other ship, and have attacked three times. Did an incredible roll, by the way. A, a stunt-level roll onto the other ship. They were Hollywood producers who yes. were like, Oh my god, can we get her in the movies now? <laughs> Something explodes behind her. There are doves mm. behind you. Mm. Oh wow, this is a John Woo movie. Okay, cool. Alright, I rolled a 26, 25, and a 21. Two of those hit, one of those miss. Go ahead and roll damage. 11, and a 12. Malison takes three mighty swings with her mace, Date Rapes Revenge. All three of them hit, but only two of them are able to penetrate this thing's massive armor plating. There are two huge dents in this thing's plates in the back. Give me back my ship. Take your complaints <laughs> up with the captain. He loves smashing fruit. <laughs> Tifi. All right. Uh, Tifi is going to uh, look around and see everybody seems pretty all right. Knows the war- Warforged on our ship is charmed, so I don't want to... I don't want to mess with that guy. He's charmed. Leave him alone. And then uh, sees the Warforged that Malison's addressing uh, and says... You know what? I'm getting too old for this shit. Kame! Kame! Hadouken! And throws uh, five magic missiles by uh, casting magic missile at level three and rolls um, perfect. Three ones and two twos. Uh, almost minimum <laughs> damage. So that's seven plus one per missile. So that's uh, 12 big old damage. For a third level spell. Awesome. TV puts his hands together as if he's <laughs> Goku saving the world from Vegeta and releases a mighty blast. The Warforged just barely moves his shoulder as all five shots make contact. It's more like Ryu saving the world from Vegeta. I guess I shouldn't have mixed three uh, references together for that spell. <laughs> <laughs> and I say, yippee kaye, motherfucker. <laughs> Your reference is lost on me. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> Gertrude, you are up. Okay, I have a technical question. I have the ability to do spike growth, which is a 20-foot radius, and, the, and it puts a creature inside, and then for the creature, for every time they have five feet of movement, they get damage. So if I were to do that and then use the Ring of Ram, which as a side effect of hitting them, pushes them five feet away, would that inflict the additional damage of the ring? It would. You yeah, would be spike. you That's would be raking question. them. Yeah, you'd be raking them through the briar patch. That would that would work. 
The ground is a 20-foot radius centered on a point within range twists and sprouts hard spikes and thorns. The area becomes difficult terrain for the duration. When a creature moves into or within the area, it takes 2d4 piercing damage for every 5 feet it travels. So I am focusing on French Gallagher. Okay. And that is who I'm going to attack. We got some things to settle up. <laughs> so I'm going to do the spike growth with him in it, but not. I don't want to hit Lothario's mom. Some thieves will be hit that are engaging just, the other warforged. They are taking one for the team. We got bigger fish to fry. <laughs> Collateral damage, I like it. You know? It's very uh, brave of you. <laughs> yes. You could use your movement speed to get to the rope. The rope would get you to the other ship, which would exhaust your movement speed. Then you could use your bonus action from there to face step over to French Gallagher. That is entirely okay. possible. Gertrude's hands, even her jelly one, begin to glow green. About 20 feet behind French Gallagher, vines with huge serrated thorns start growing out from beneath the deck of the minute. It is tearing up boards. Those thorns wrap themselves around French Gallagher's legs. Sacre bleu, what is happening? I will smash you. He attempts to smash the vines to no avail. Gertrude then sprints over to the edge of the ship, grabs the rope. Go ahead and roll me a d20, an athletics check, or an acrobatic check, whichever time. Uh, I rolled a total of 10. Gertrude grabs on. As she's going across the rope, she kind of slides down a bit. Uh, she slams into the side of the ship clumsily, climbs her way over like a fat kid getting out of a the roll. My t-shirt weighs me down. Once she's up there, she does a really bad roll trying to mimic Malison's roll and yeah. just kind of... Nailed it! Yeah. And then she uh, face steps over into French Gallagher's face. Gertrude, you came to assist me. Hello. My name is Gertrude Boyardi, Mountain Dew Sandville, Mountain Dew Velveeta, Oscamaya Trucker. We learned the full name. Boyardi. You killed my birdie. Prepare to die. Nice. Can we hear that full name just one more time? Just. My name is Gertrude Boyardi, Mountain Dew Sandville, Mountain Dew Velveeta, Oscamaya Trucker. <laughs> You killed my buddy. Prepare to die. <laughs> I love that Mountain Dew is in there twice. I got married and then divorced and then we remar- We fixed it. Oh, I thought you married two separate Mountain Dews. Or that, whatever you want to tell Two yourself. separate heiress to the Mountain Dew fortune. <laughs> is one of them a Code Red or is it both uh, regular? It is brother Code Red. Yeah. <laughs> and his brother a Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> he Baja Blast me. He's the Latin cousin. <laughs> Hello, it is I, Baja Blast. <laughs> he sounds just like French Gallagher. <laughs> I am Basque. That was great. I'm Basque. Oh my gosh. Actually. Okay, so Gertrude, cool move. <laughs> Chud. I'm next? Alright. You were so excited when you said that. Oh, dang it, I forgot I was on this podcast. Alright, Chud, I'm on I'm gonna use a brand new spell, y'all. I want to target that same Warforge that Malison is attacking right there on the other ship. Because I got 120 feet range on this spell. And it's called Phantasmal Killer. Ooh. You tap into the nightmares of a creature you can see within range and create an illusory manifestation of its deepest fears, visible only to that creature. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, It's a 15. On a failed save, the target becomes frightened for the duration. At the end of each of the target's turns, before the spell ends, the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 4d10 psychic damage. On a successful save, the spell ends. Holy shit, 4d10. <laughs> God damn. He rolled a 13. TV, you, it's occurring to you that these must be soul-infused Warforged if spells like Charm Person and uh, whatever spell Chud just used are working. TV's about to turn. Uh-oh. Uh, Heel turn. The Warforged goes... Oh no, it is that dream again where I'm on the assembly line and I'm in my underwear and being chased by a giant magnet. I'm being asked to recite pi to 300 li- uh, numbers, wearing my underwear, and all the other warforged are laughing at me. I'm surrounded by irrational numbers everywhere. Uh, I rolled 24 damage. You see just sparks coming out of this thing's head. What are you doing to now? Advanced prototype, uh, Warforge. One of them has fallen in love, and the other one seems to be having a nightmare where it is naked and being chased by a magnet. He's afraid. Um, I'm going to use uh, my bonus action to cast Hidden Step and turn invisible um, with the intention of getting over to that ship while I'm invisible. Swing over to the ship, and I would like to be sort of to the right of Malison. So Gonk has finished loading his pistol. <laughs> that took a long time. So Gonk is going to help his skipper and swing over to the other ship. So I'm going to swing over 
And um, with the remainder of my turn, I'm going to fire my pistol at French Gallier. Give me an attack roll. Do I need to do acrobatics? Give me an acrobatics or athletics roll. That's going to just say how, how well you get across. All right, so that'll be a nine. Just like uh, Gonk grabs on, and even though Gonk is a, is a very strong being, I think his body weight to strength ratio is just a little bit off. I'd like to think that Gonk, as he goes, he's like spinning around. He just doesn't. Yeah, yeah he's spinning around, but when he hits the uh, handrail on the side of the minute, he just smashes through like, like Miley Cyrus. Uh, and just tumbles there. He's on his back for a second, but he uses his weight to stand up. Pieces of wood just go flying all over the place as this 300-pound portal smashes through this ship. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, as he's spinning, he takes, he fires his pistol at French Gallagher. At French Gallagher. Uh, yeah, I think I rolled a... Uh, actually, I rolled a 15. French Gallagher is able to catch the bullet Whoa. that you shot at him. <laughs> that is the most clumsy thing I've seen anybody do to my ship. <laughs> that is right, Malacene. It is my ship. Get used to the new world order. Can we roll for how frustrated Gonk You're is? You're French. Why hasn't he defeated yet? <laughs> I surrender. I am Vichy. I will kiss ass. Can we can we roll to see how mad Gonk is that he loaded the pistol and took that long to fire and then? Oh yeah, no, no, I, I would like to raise. The top of the order, you see French Gallagher takes three swings at Lothario's mom. She's got it going on. I remember if he hits the things I put around him, he gets damaged. Uh, if he moves, yeah. but he is not. French Gallagher take, takes two swings with his, three swings with his hammer at Mrs. Lothario. He strikes her twice. Lothario, you've just seen your mom get hit twice with the hammer, once in the leg. It does a lot of damage to her knee. She's clearly uh, hurting from this. And the other one hits her uh, along the side. You see her cop up some blood. Dios mio! <laughs> I, I do not know what is worse. I have a disobedient son who will not listen to me and leave, or one who sounds like this. Mom, I have needs. And right now, my current need is to sound like this guy. <laughs> I, I, now it is Lothario's mom's turn. Stop hitting on my mom! <laughs> Shut up, Lothario! With her two short swords, she's able to swing three times at French Gallagher. She stabs him through the leg and is able to slash him across the chest with her second strike. Her third strike whiffs pretty hard as she goes to put pressure on that knee that just got hit with a hammer. Bueno trabaje, madre. Get out of here now or I will chunk you so hard you will never wake up again. On the chest strike, could she do her initials LM for Lothario's mom? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it says that. Why would you not use your first name? I do not understand. (laughs) Now it is the Warforge turn. There's only one of them that can even move right now. He is going to turn towards... Malison. Actually, no, he has to roll a wisdom save he at does. the top of the turn. He fails. I only do 13 damage at this time. The Warforged Titans starting to discover lucid dreaming. If I don't care that they see me in my underwear, then their power over me is limited. <laughs> he only suffers 13 points of damage <laughs> this time. It's not yeah, the it's worst. psychic damage. The Warforged is going to take two attacks at Malison. His first is going to be the Hammer Fist ability. It's a 31. So Mal's taking a fist? She's hey about now. to take a uh, hammer fist. Uh, I'm going to blow my <laughs> rape whistle if that's Hammer happening. fist. Yikes. Uh, Malison, you take 22 damage. You also must make a strength saving throw. DC 18. Otherwise, I can throw you 10 feet in any direction I want. Fuck. Mm. 15. 15. This Warforged rears back his hammer and strikes Malison clean. Uh, Malison actually is able to bring up her shield to absorb the brunt of the damage. Malison is thrown 10 feet into the barbs. Uh-oh. So is she going to take barb damage if she moves while yeah. in there? I am sorry, boss. I was, thought I was doing good. I did not mean to knock her closer to you. <laughs> For his second attack, he is going to do his throw person. I have a 15-foot reach because I have these massive arms, so chud. Jesus. I'm invisible, but it's a bonus action after you do something. Uh, As a bonus action, turn invisible until the start of your next turn. Um, Or if you attack, deal damage, or force a saving throw once per short rest. You forced a saving throw. Yes, I did. Actually, you're right. So I appear, and I go, oops. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. I shouldn't have swung over here. 
That would be better if Chad didn't realize he was no longer invisible. No. <laughs> He's just They're standing just there. Me, like... just making faces. A medium or small creature is hit with this attack. They are thrown 1d6 plus 1 times 10 feet in the direction. Times 10. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, that the Warforged... So let's, let's is decide he medium that now. or is he large? So let's just see if he hits. Large. I'm large, baby. You said a smaller medium creature. He's large. Large creatures are thrown half the distance. Okay. Shut up. I don't think just as a turtle should be a are. large creature, but is a medium. But I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. We'll say you're thrown half the half the distance. Pretty I large. I think you're large. Does a 13 hit Chud? For my armor class? Armor class. My armor class is 11. Ooh. Okay, well then never mind. I thought you might have gotten away with this. All right. <laughs> Do you have the shield spell as a wizard that you can throw up as a reaction, buddy? Maybe. I'm going to edit all this metagaming out. Yeah. But, but you can. <laughs> Probably do, but... Uh, if you do, go ahead and pop it. Will that even prevent For this one hit? round, yeah. Yeah, it's a plus five bonus. Otherwise, I get to throw you 35 feet. Go ahead and throw me. I think that's fair. All right, uh, you also... And you take 1d6 damage for every 10 feet thrown. Okay, you know what? Let me cast a shield spell. <laughs> Let me cast a shield spell. <laughs> um, because, that, you know, TV's smart, and that's really... What I intended that's why we keep to him around. was to cast shield. <laughs> <laughs> this Warforge reaches out to try to grab Chud. It feels confident that all of a sudden this Milky. shield... This, sh- this, this shield in the form of poured milk comes all over Chud, and he can't grass. He's just too slippery. His hands keep slipping off. This is gross. Ew, ew, ew. What is this? Lactose-based fluid. <laughs> what are you doing as a warfield? You're feeling in love. There is no love. Attack. Attack them. What are you doing? I command you to attack them. I'm sorry, French Gallagher. I'm afraid I can't do that. Why does everybody call me French Gallagher? Who is there? who is this other Gallagher? And what is French? Back to the top of the order. Lothario, you are up. Thank goodness. Um, okay, I'm just going to stay exactly where I am, draw another... Uh, I'm going to stay exactly where I am and draw another bead with my crossbow and let fly with another three fucking bolts. Go ahead and roll me three attacks. You got it. I rolled two ones and a six. Uh, so that would be a 15. All three of those miss. A harmlessly deflects. As soon as you attack him, though... The Warforged shakes his head. What is happening? I thought we were in love. I thought I will kill all of you. Will you attack the Charmed Warforge? I did. God damn it. <laughs> I forgot what I was doing. <laughs> this is shit. Sorry about that, guys. I meant to kill him. <laughs> it's not <laughs> make him want to hate fuck us with his power fist. My heart is broken. My name is Kyle. If there was drywall, I'd be punching a hole in it right now. Open the pod bay doors, Kyle. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, sorry about that, guys. Uh, Lothario <laughs> decides to um, hide. Run away. <laughs> <laughs> Roll the stealth check. Oh, she ruins the charm Christ. spell and then runs uh, away. That's that's a, a, uh, Shit. That's a ten. Letario! Letario! Not only are you disobeying your mother on escaping, you are shooting very poorly with the crossbow! What if I... T- oh! And, um... I love that she has time to yell at him while... Oh, yeah, while she's fighting. Uh, we're going to say that Letario's mom uses a legendary action, and she reaches <laughs> she reaches into her... A, um, chunkle holster. She had a chunkle holster. <laughs> reaches into her chunkle holster. Lothario just sees a shoe like a boomerang smack the back of his head, then return to his mother. <laughs> Lothario takes four points of embar- embarrassment damage. <laughs> embarrassment oh. damage. That's fantastic. And it is now Kevin's turn. All right. Um, well, this thing is now an, an enemy when it was not previously. So. <laughs> Here's what I would like to do. And if I can do this, I'll try. If it's too much to do, then I'll, I have a backup plan. Um, so I'm still invisible. I'm behind it. I want to... Activate the rod, grab a rope, and then let the rod push it off the back of the boat while I hang onto the rope to not fall off. And then once we're off, deactivate the rod. Does that make sense? Because the ship's moving forward. Rod's going to stay relative to the earth. So I, I'm behind him. So I activate the rod. Right. So as the boat moves, for, moves forward, the rod stays there and pushes him off the back of the boat. Okay, so you want to leave it in front of him. And then it's just gonna the uh, right, but I'm gonna way. be I'm still gonna be holding it. And I'm gonna grab a rope so I don't lose my rod. Is basically that's my. This is a crazy plan. <laughs> I, I like where your head's at. Cool uh, this I is, have another crazy plan if this is too much. Well, I'm gonna okay. Here's if you're gonna do that, I'm gonna have to make. We're gonna say 
a sleight of hand check. Okay. And we're gonna see if you have the reaction speed to pull this off. And keep in mind, it's gonna be a high number. Now, a, a medium roll will mean that you your plan worked and you took care of the Warforge. But if you wanna keep your rod, that's gonna be a very high roll. Kevin, well, just I, play to your strengths and challenge him to a dance battle. <laughs> so be warned. Oh, I rolled a 17. If we're doing sleight of hand, that's a plus three, so I have a 20. You just barely uh, were able to keep the rod. This is a very difficult maneuver you tried. Oh uh, my god, I just realized that I'm, I'm, I'm the cat gif of pushing things off the edge yes. of the counter. <laughs> Holy shit. You are. It's amazing. You're actually <laughs> the cat. As the USS Gertrude's dudes and the minute are speeding forward, Kevin, in a in an uncharacteristic understanding of physics and how things operate in this world, <laughs> Kevin is able to put the movable rod in front of the Warforged Titan. He grabs one hand onto the rope as you activate it and it's dragged, you are going to take an opportunity attack. Okay. As the rules of physics now catch up to you, you are immediately flung to the back of the ship and by some miracle, you are able to deactivate the rod just in time. You swing wildly, uh, you spin around and land cartoonishly onto the minute. Ooh, I rolled a three for my landing. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. You do one of those slides where you land face first, <laughs> your back leg almost come up, bent, <laughs> bent up back. Like, if like there was a big... Like a scorpion tail? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if there was a pile of dirt in front of you, there would, you're would just... It would be, like, mounded up as I... <laughs> instead, it's just a lot of wood, and you're bleeding a lot. <laughs> I'm all right with that. The Warforged that finally knew love is dead. Uh, was there an attack of opportunity, or...? There was an attack of opportunity. It's like in the 30s it hits. Uh, 33, and it, it, because it is a cleaving weapon, any other creature within 15 feet also takes damage. So Lothario, Lothario also takes 33. Oh, 33, okay, yeah. The creature is able to take a working wild slash, and he makes contact with Lothario and Kevin doing 33 damage to each. Oh, <laughs> that hurts, you big meaty. You wouldn't hit a guy with glasses, would... Oh, you would hit a guy, but with glasses. Yeah, well played. <laughs> it is now Malison's turn again. You're in the thorns. But you are face-to-face -face with French Gallagher. Yeah, you're right next you're to... You're in your laughing place. FG. <laughs> All right, so uh, give me three attacks at advantage. 20, 20, and 14. 20, 20, and 14, all three miss. But you do have that action surge, so you can get three more attacks if you want. Yeah. All right, 21. 25. 25. I'm sorry, it's against French Gallagher, so any attack over 18 hits. I apologize, I thought you were at the Titans. Your lowest one was then the 15. So then we're going to say five of them hit, then I think. Yeah. What the sacre bleu? What are, you, what are you doing? How can you. Malson sees this small human, easily four feet shorter than her. He's barely five yeah. watermelons high. French Gallagher has an oh shit moment standing in front of the <laughs> former captain of his ship who he has wronged. Oh crap. Man. Malson takes a series of five precision strikes, each one with enough force to put a hole in her goddamn ship if she wanted to. Five out of the six of those swings make contact with French Gallagher. Could you roll me some damage, Malison? And if 48. Wow. 48. 48. Malison makes a series of devastating strikes against French Gallagher. Each hit, you see his whole body being rocked side to side. There's five hits, each hit. The first hit, I say, give the second me <laughs> back my shit. <laughs> Malison, go ahead and give me an investigation check in the middle of this. Spike growth. Uh, you rolled an eight total? Yeah. Man, it felt good hitting that motherfucker. God damn it. Each, <laughs> each hit just felt so satisfying. Moving on. Do <laughs> <laughs> I get a backup roll for that? <laughs> he is knocked down in a pile of fruit guts and thorns that are all beside him. Moving right along. I it, can't tell whether watermelon ends and his guts <laughs> begin. <laughs> this is not funny to be on the receiving end of a fruit smashing. <laughs> Did you just call yourself a fruit? <laughs> <laughs> he goes into a rage when you've questioned his sexuality. It is now Tiffy's turn. As a bonus action, Tifi casts Spiritual Weapon. What is form does it take, Tifi? It's uh, An a encyclopedia of different pieces of fruit. <laughs> okay. That All right. are seeking to <laughs> smash French Gallagher. Are you saying what shows up is a buff, an anthropomorphic watermelon yes. with a hammer, or is that what you're saying? I was thinking oh. just a barrage of fruit. Yeah, just like a bunch of different pieces of independent fruit, just like hovering and rotating around, just ready to like different pieces come around and smash them. So it's like a tornado, a fruit cornucopia yeah. tornado. 
Yes. That's awesome. Well, we almost got a cool drawing of an anthropomorphic watermelon. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry that that didn't happen, world. Well, we got Fruit Nato, which is almost as good. Oh, that's pretty good. And then cast it on the other side of French Gallagher behind him next to like Mal and don't go there. Uh, Lothario's mom. That's my my bonus action. My movement gets me over there. My bonus action is casting the spell and when I cast it is able to strike what's the what's with f- with lots of fruits. Can we say it was a drive by fruit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. I get since the spiritual weapons are flanking, does that get advantage on this? It does. All right. Even though you were uh, attacking Gallagher's favorite class of enemy, <laughs> I must warn you, fruit. You summoned fruits to come at Gallagher. You fool. <laughs> he should really have advantage over fruit. All right. So I got the uh, fruit is shaking its fruits. <laughs> he's, he's the destroyer of our people. The fruit juices itself. <laughs> I cast Phantasmal Killer on the fruit. <laughs> the fruit is afraid of Gallagher. So I rolled a uh, 26. It's 2d8 plus 4. Fiber. I cast it at level 4. So He's burning me with citric acid. Joke's on you. I was in danger of getting scurvy anyway. <laughs> 14. 14 damage? Yeah. That's a lot of fruit damage. Fruit <laughs> 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 damage. Uh. <laughs> In the most improbable way to get 14 <laughs> points of damage, which would kill your average creature in this world, which is level one, <laughs> just being pummeled by fruit in this tornado. <laughs> it's like being beat by a sack full of oranges. 14 damage done, but no bruises are showing oh, all, yeah. over, oh, no. all over French Gallagher's body. Nope. He confidently swings at the tornado, but it's like swinging at a bunch of bees. He's just getting stung He's all over. He's never get a fruit ninja. <laughs> <laughs> French Gallagher is looking pretty fucked up all these right now. Fruits. They're like clawing all that investigation. <laughs> fruit zombies. TV, are you close? I'm 5, 10, 15, 20 feet away. No, I'm going to say after you in melee range all to right. make the, the call. Well, uh, that's my bonus action. As my action, I'm going to uh, strike at get this closer. Warforge <laughs> with uh, the Mace of Dwarven Kind. That's a 26. Did it. That hits. Nine damage. All right. Uh, you notice this Warforge is uh, starting to smoke quite a bit. It's uh, a lot of... Looking All like right, dude. Gertrude. In fact, it's looking like Gertrude. Uh, no, there's oil leaking out of the place. At some point, you can see the gears are exposed. Some of its armor has been ripped asunder. Gertrude. Yeah. Okay. So now that French Gallagher's inside his little spikes, I've done my speech. Ooh, it's Ring of Ram I would time. like to bring the Ring of Ram. I'm I'm going after French Gallagher. I'm using my Ring of Ram, which my target, him, is going to take 2d10. And then every time he's hit, he's get forced five feet away, which means he's going to fall into the spike growth. And then he's going to get 2d4 for that. Okay. My Ram is the Ram pickup truck. <laughs> Remember? Of course it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, So the ring has three charges. Can I use all three charges now? No, you cannot. Okay, I'm going to use one charge. Uh, The ring produces a spectral ram's head and makes its attack roll with a plus seven bonus. Um, Well, I rolled a ten with the bonus. Does that hit him? That does not hit him. Ah, poopy. So where does the ram go? Does this it just truck just drives through drive the rambles the, itself. Yeah. It now, drives off the boat. The ram is clearly drunk and it swerves and like just barely <laughs> misses French Gallagher. What's the hell is this dude? But I'm going to cast the spell Hunter's Mark on French Gallagher. Uh, a magical Cabela's just logo. Just duck horn or duck call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, is all over, uh, goes uh, on uh, French Gallagher's forehead. What is this? I've uh, been mocked for some sort of uh, damage. <laughs> Chud, you're up again. Okay, I turn to Gallagher and I say, Gallagher, I'm sick of your shit. You know what? You're French. It's time to be a French fry. And I cast lightning bolt. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, I believe I get to make a dexterity check. What's the, um, what's, what? 15. Uh, for saving throw, he actually, he doesn't, uh, he uh, fails. All right, creature takes 8d6 lightning damage. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Roll me some damage. Will do. I like how every fight up until now, Jesse's been like basically ineffectual, but this time he's just fucking crushing everything. <laughs> I throw really. my yogurt at him. 28. 28. 
28. 28. I'm I'm actually gonna do what Mal suggested, so I kind of like pull my vest open. No. <laughs> and I reveal my udders and I shoot lightning out of my udders. <laughs> and I just try to vaporize this guy. Like Tony Stark doing the Iron Man blast from his chest piece, Chud reveals some udders. Which should be lower, but I kind of raise them up a little so they're more chest height. Yeah, wow, those are, you do have some some hanging udders. <laughs> you, you have a push-up bra that I pushes do. your udders up. I do. I squeeze them too like milk would come out, and then the lightning protrudes. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, I go, after a couple <laughs> drops of milk come out to prime it, yeah. lightning oh, erupts. No, yeah. stop this forever. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, I am yes ending Chud. Yeah, fry, Frenchie, and I squeeze the udders. Then. Little, arcs of, little no. arcs of lightning travel in between the, the <laughs> yes. different nipples and just. Just, like charge up. The Tesla cow. I'm starting to see why Chud was forced to leave his small, rural, close-minded <laughs> community. Bolt of lightning erupts from Chud's udders. A big, milky, white bolt of lightning. <laughs> fucking whitewashes. I'm utterly Gallagher. sick of you, Frenchie. French Gallagher is fried. You see, he's not moving. He's laying on the ground now. He's smoking. He's charred from all over. I say, Gertrude, finish him. As soon as he goes down... Uh, this Warforge here enters into a self-destruct mode. Uh, anybody who is standing within 10 feet of him, uh, go and give me a dexterity saving throw. Tifi and Chud. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Natty one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just standing there with my udders out, unable to dodge at all. All right. Like, uh, oh, okay. Let me put my udders away real quick. Truth of the you matter is, you always know. You have always known you How'd don't. How'd you get the beans about yeah. the Franks? <laughs> Damn it! This thing's about to explode. Me standing here with my udder in my hand. Uh, Chud, you take twenty-five damage. Tifi, did you? I, I rolled a total of a seven. Much better than my compatriot. Way better. Hey, seven times better. <laughs> Tifi, you take twenty-five damage as well. There is a brief moment of calm. The other thieves have dispatched with the Warforged they were fighting. <laughs> Lothario's mom, I told you to go. Why did you not go? There are ships. We, it is too late. Just then, you notice other ships approaching rapidly. These are of the Empire's finest flying battle barges coming your way. Things are looking pretty grim. You guys are standing around. Lothario's mom is saying, Get on your ship now. I will hold them off. I will find... I, I still have a lot of sway. I'm the head of the thieves guild. Get on. And she's almost crying, begging her son to get the hell out of here. She sacrificed a lot to try to save you, and you guys didn't go. I think we should get going, y'all. Well, we're both pretty heavily damaged, uh, says Gonk, yanking himself out of this, uh, out of the, the deck. <laughs> um what if we split up? Could, could, I mean, would they think about pursuing this ship if they uh, if they know that it was under the control of French Gallagher? What if we decided to uh, some of us take uh, Mal's ship, Mal's disguise self to become yes. French Gallagher? Now we're thinking, and we take this one and uh, just sort of mosey on. Uh, we weaken and birdie it. That is that is very bold. I do. I, uh, and what, in the middle of her sentence, you're talking to her right now, Gonk? Yes. Give me a perception check, Gonk. Good thing I'm a friggin' detective, so I know all this shit. It's four turtles. That's it. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Okay, so I got a... So, 17. <laughs> Everybody else is uh, staring at the armada coming your way. This is a dark hour for you guys. Mm -hmm. Damn, y'all, this uh, is a dark hour. Gonk, on the other hand, notices, because he's talking to Mrs. Delapulga, something moving behind him. He is able to see French Gallagher start to move. He reaches into his boot, pulls out a knife. What do you do? I throw, I charge, and uh, I'm going to- Into the brambles? Into the brambles, and uh, in order to push him out uh, and just sort of clobber him away from Miss Delapolga. Congratulations, you just saved Lothario's mom. She would have died had Whoa. you not made that. Okay, so you charge forward. You so it's like a straight shot. I'm. He doesn't get a saving throw. Uh, what he does is he gets pushed through two squares of the uh, spikes. Spikes. Spikes? So that is uh, automatic uh, 4d4. 4d4. And I take two to four. All right, so he takes nine damage. The other ships surround you. French Gallagher, he's bleeding even more. He's not moving. 
You don't see his chest rising. Uh, you don't see signs of breath. You would guess that he is dead again. However, after waiting a Killed few you moments, for a second time. <laughs> you notice some of his wounds starting to stitch up slowly. Oh, Eldath Preservus. He pulls his he pulls his pistol out and points it at uh, French Gallagher's head. Is you a damn vampire? <laughs> Make an investigation check. Ah, okay. Sorry. Eight. Uh, yeah. He's a warforged. He did seem a bit heavy. What's going on over there? I think I'm the only one left on my ship. <laughs> no, Lothario's <laughs> over there beating himself up. <laughs> I didn't protect my mother. My mother was in danger, and I just stayed here the whole time. All I saw was giant milky lightning. It was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> now I've seen it, and he jumps off the ship. <laughs> oh my God. All right, uh, Sal, roll a new character. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, the rest of the armada has cut up to you. You are surrounded. There is at least three dozen warships of varying sizes, from corvettes to uh, larger to firebirds to <laughs> destroyer classes. Mrs. Delapulga looks at you guys, feeling defeated. Oh, captive. you should moon the other ships. That'll probably do it. <laughs> Gonk uh, has has his pistol leveled at uh, at his eyeball, or at his mustache, I guess, and uh, tells French Gallagher says. If you have any pull whatsoever, you get these other boats to turn around. Otherwise, I'm not entirely I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure you could take a bullet to the face and a 500 foot drop. <laughs> do your worst, Mr. Tortell. Pretty imaginative guy. I can do I can do a hell of a lot worse than that. You hear coming from the armada around you. Surrender now. Nobody has to die, but we have the upper hand. We will blow your ship out of the sky. Gremel looks defeated. Lads, unless you have a plan, I don't see a way out of this. Yeah, Gremel's a pussy. <laughs> That's uh, from, a cat. Uh, immediately, Ke- <laughs> who took out two Warforged, thank you. Kevin, you turn to say that to Gremel, and who steps out behind Gremel? Only you can see this, but Cookie Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie Monster steps out. Kevin, <laughs> your things are looking very bad, very bad indeed. And he materializes a bag of magical cookies and pours a bunch in his mouth. <laughs> I hope this form entertains you, Kevin, because I truly hate appearing in it. <laughs> Kevin, I can take you and three others from your party out of this. The rest I cannot help. Who are your three? Oh, shit. All right. Come on, Sophie. Kevin, hurry. <laughs> If it matters, Mrs. Delapulga and Grimmel are also part of this equation. If you wanted to burn two slots on NPCs, I think there'd be some people who are mad at you, but you can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm not your do that. friendship no. wouldn't be affected you at want all. To do, dude, it's all up to you. What was the question again? <laughs> Kevin, I will pick for you if you do not pick. Tifi. He's not going to pick you. Lothario and Gertrude. As soon as the words leave his lips, Tifi, Lothario, Gertrude, and Kevin disappear. Nallison, Chud, and Gonk are on the ship. Other warforges and other soldiers start boarding. Oh, well, before they come on, I mean, can we do anything? Can yeah, we, can we parlay with uh, French Gallagher, or is he just going to... Or use him as a hostage, or kill him, or yeah. throw him off the boat, which is what I wanted to do. Do whatever you <laughs> want to do to French Gallagher. I'm interested to see how this resolves. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> but they are coming on. They do not care that you have French Gallagher. They are boarding. At any point, these cannons could light up and blow up your ship. They would not hesitate to destroy you and the Warforged who are coming to place you under arrest. As they are walking onto the ship, French Gallagher stands up. Some of his flesh is melting off because of the lightning damage. Some of his flesh is being torn as he's to stand up. The thorns hooked in. And when you like and, when and when he stands up, you guys see a Warforged standing in front of you. The flesh is starting to mend over it. This model looks a lot like TV, but more advanced. That is where we're going to end our journey today. Damn. This is a dark moment for Gertrude's dudes. What'd you guys think of the adventure today? It was great. It was excellent, exciting, and I actually was effective in battle. (laughs) You were super effective. (laughs) Jesus. What's what's that like? (laughs) It's weird. It's, It's... I like throwing two of your robots off the side of the boat. That was fun. Yeah, that was a very clever way to uh, fuck <laughs> up some robots. Oh, you can throw at us that we can't throw <laughs> off a boat. <laughs> That's the old saying, right? Yeah, yeah, as, as it goes. <laughs> Clint Beiser, uh, where can people find you? Uh, at Clint Beiser on social medias. Caleb Cleveland, where can people find you? Uh, at Caleb is drawing on all your friendly neighborhood social medias as well. Jesse Egan, where can people find you? You can find me stalking the real Gallagher because I'm pissed. I want him dead. <laughs> uh, you can find me Join at Jesse club, Egan Comedy on all social media. JesseEgan.net is my website. AG, where can people find you? Uh, at Muller She Wrote or at The Daily Beans Pod. Sorry, at Daily Beans Pod. 
Dave Callens, where can people find you? Uh, at Sharkadile. I'm much more active on Instagram than Twitter, although I am on both. Sarah Lee Steiner. At Sarah Lee Magic. And Salvador Viesca, where can we find you? Well, you can find me at the Salvadorable on all your friendly neighborhood social media, don't you know? <laughs> I love it. And you can reach Damian Mercado at the show at AwfulD&D on Twitter and Instagram. If you have any suggestions for NPCs, any suggestions for items, or you just want to send us a picture or say how much you love the show, we love hearing from you. Yeah, and I, by the way, I want to see a picture of Chud shooting lightning out of his udder, so someone don't. wants to... Don't you do that. I'm look, torso, I'm talking to you, Torso. <laughs> Give me that. If you torso draw that, drawing. just do us a favor and, uh, you know, keep it to yourself. No! <laughs> Make it public. Can't wait to see how this gets resolved next week. Uh, I can't wait to see how French Gallagher survives a 500-foot drop after, <laughs> after not deciding to help us. <laughs> This question and more will be answered on the next Awful Neutral. Later, nerds. Yay! Bye.